Weezy taught me that. What? You know, I'm just a man out here trying to... Pokemon battle begin! Maybe LeBron just needs some competition. Someone to go... I think Bitcoin has a PR problem. I actually brought these, so if I was going to cut onions, I'd wear them. Entertainers for the children. We teach the children. You know what I mean? What? Like, what is he, wasn't he in special life? <laughs> I could have listened to the Gillette commercial. <laughs> this guy here. But now this is the positive overthinker podcast. And uh we're watching some football game. I don't even know who's playing. Cincinnati Bengals versus Kansas City Chiefs. That's who's playing. For the AFC championship. Yes, sir. NFC just went to the Eagles. Congrats. No hater shit. I don't like you, but whatever. Sounds like hater shit to me. I said congrats. I said I don't like you. So? I don't mean I'm supposed to like the Eagles. Hatred. <laughs> I'm supposed to like a team that isn't mine? No, it sounds like that hater was just squeaking out. I said congrats. <laughs> I don't like the team. But it, y'all got that. You said I don't like you. I did not say that. <laughs> I did not say like you. He said, I don't like the team. He said, I don't like congrats. you, but congrats. <laughs> Y'all hate in different ways. That's all right, That's all right. Hey, the Vikings coming back next year. That's all it is. Yeah. No. You said, yeah, no. <laughs> and if you can't tell, we have special guests 612 in the building. Two-thirds of the tribe. I think Jamil is still here, actually. But Yeah, he's tending to his daughter. Shout out, Chad. Yeah, shout out. Positive Overthinkers Podcast for having me on here. Chopping it up. I mean, they, by now they know we're all family. We're all links. We're all from the same lineage. Without Mary Lee, none of this would all be possible. Yeah. Facts. But, uh, who, Mary Lee? Yeah. That's our great-great-grandmother? Yeah. Our great-great-grandmother, his grandmother. Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Hey, mom is my first cousin. Okay. Yeah. Okay. He has a lot of married wordplay, witty, married with children, married with love, different wordplay in his bars. Well, you know that his mother's name is Mary. So yeah, get some back, love. it'll yeah, make a little more love. sense. Married with children, flows a couple times. Mary and Joseph. What I said was a coastal bond with the blood that's coming straight out of the mud. It's all genetics and credits go out to Mary Lee Love. Uh, that's what I said. But yeah. She was the reason for yeah, everybody you see here came from. It. it was down here on a quick South Florida press run. Yeah. While we're here, let's give a appreciation shout out to uh, the Mind Wide podcast. Yep, yeah. shout out Mind Wide. Yeah, shout out y'all boys. Shout out everybody who was involved with that. Shout out uh, Q, Sir DQ, Big Belly. Shout out him. Deefy Caduce. Shout out him. 
I'm glad that uh. Who's the uh, white boy? Lee Bigadoose. I'm glad that, you know, that connection is still there because, you know, now we're able to, you know, extend that. You see, you know, you know, we made the connection, but Walter is able to tap in with them and give you opportunity to tell your story on some shit. You feel me? Yeah, that was it. You feel me? And now you're going to be exposed to a whole new Florida audience now. Yeah, that was it. You feel me? So that's dope in itself. So I'm glad that, you know, that bridge, we kept that bridge intact and... Just shout out to them boys for fucking with us and we fuck with them, you feel me? Yeah, that was a nice little setup too, man. They had everything, you know. Eyes aren't open to anything down here, so. Yeah, Dope scenery, dope setup. Camera work was there. Professional. If you're listening to this podcast, go check out Minds Wide. I'm pretty sure it's on all digital streaming platforms. Go follow the Instagram. YouTube for a YouTube, all that. Go check in South Florida family. Minds wise. You know, so. Yeah, I was solid though. Had to do that. Video shoot on the way. You know. Some technical difficulties with that, but we'll be back for what. Things out of our control. Yeah. Yeah. Just enjoying life. As we should. So again, I'd like to. Again, it's just another brick built in the foundation. So you come down here next time and say, reach a little bit further. Instead of playing a little bit better, we know a little bit more. We got a little bit more set up. Was all for your birthday too. Let's give a round of applause. Your birthday, yeah. A lot of people don't make it this far, so one time we always celebrate born days. And uh, yeah, we just get it in. We picked off, I guess, on the Mind Wide podcast. So what's next? Well, after this tape, well, yeah, you'd have to probably, the listeners would have to tune into the minds why we gave a good rundown of context. Six, of, yeah, context of who 612 is and where he comes from and the group tribe. We've done that plenty of times on this podcast, but uh, now nah, if you tune in, then you can put face to the voice. When that podcast does come out. Well, they know if they follow the Instagram, if you're connected, they pretty much see everybody. But I also use it as an inspirational point because it's something to move forward to. You should be doing more. I should be doing more with this podcast we have here. And it was really just to see, to light a fire on me to get up and get to work, connect the cameras shoot the in- interviews shoot the drops it's 2023 gotta leave all that 2020 energy alone <laughs> that's not even 2022 energy just sitting in the house stuck doing nothing that's COVID shit we done with that your foundation was that though. you can never forget that that was the foundation that gets you started with it but now that you started you gotta yeah, move being, yeah being free now now you gotta scale that motherfucker 
get to another level. That's what everything, man. 2020 had everybody sit down for a little bit and kind of just figure out, like, what the fuck do I really want to do? Man, the 2021, 2022 was kind of just trying to put shit in motion, bro. Get that foundation back. Now, 2023 seems like put it in effect whatever you learn or whatever you got to do just put it in put it in action now there we go that's the word I'm looking for action it's time to take action and I said the action coming down 12 coming down the years it's, it's a it's action it's the scene it's real it's the pictures it's like I said the interviews the videos and all that shit I say that to say all that shit like fire in the yard keep going have some Alright, this time you're going off of this. This time you're going off of that. You can't fault what happened with this video shoot, but next time we know, bigger or better. Next time we know, or well, also it was it was winter time in Florida also, and you ain't you ain't getting too much going cracking on the strip down here in 59 degree weather. It does get cold in Florida sometimes. Seventy is called for Floridian, bro. Yeah. What's the next move for Minnesota? Like, what do you do when you get home from Minnesota? I'm pretty sure this is, is a reset. We all we always come back from vacation or stepping out of our, our, our element with a new mindset, a new recharge look for. Yeah, just uh, more for me. It's more just. Playing in, no one can't put the face or yeah. yeah. Right, so I've done that, and he's told me plenty of times to keep doing it. So just working on that more so, and then um, I'm getting ready to drop this tape, the next tape for the fourth. Yeah, tell us about that, bro. Like, Uh, what's it about, bro? It's uh, a tape I had written for a while, but I should I should have changed some of the stuff, but it's already done. So. songs from top to bottom you know you can listen you can skip it really don't matter how you listen to it but everything's kind of a good different vibe the way I kind of put them in and put them in from you know you start to finish it's it's definitely like a you know like damn what's next you know so it's a lot of it was a lot of work behind the scenes to get that shit finished for me. Prepare myself for that to come out and not have a music out since like 20, 2020 other than a child, you know, so it was, a, it was a good minute for me, but I was always working. So it wasn't like I stopped. 
Yeah, you were just behind the scenes, just yeah. build, building up your catalog. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, what's I got? I had I had about 20, 20 beats, man. And I picked from a few. I got sugar beats for this kid from uh, Russia. He, uh, he'll send me a whole pack, you know. He's smooth with it, though, white boy. Tom Jones, I got him on there too, so, um, yeah, it's a, it's truly a vibe, man, I try to, you know, listen to it as much as I can before I put it out, and this is the one that, you know, kind of gives me a consistent feeling every time I listen to it, from time to finish, you know, I really listen to it like when I'm going through some shit, yeah. and then I just put it on. yourself bro that's the, I think that's the best thing as an artist bro surprising yourself bro yeah. and see what you can do or what you did yeah for sure that's next for me man dropping this dropping this tape man just long overdue bro I feel like everybody gonna fuck with it you have to but, uh, as a listener you're making quality music I think that's when a lot of people fall off or they can't hear they can't like rely on themselves exactly like cause what you was going off of you had to pick out of 20 beats yeah so you had to hear the ones that really spoke to you yeah. that makes you wanna not get tied to that I'm saying that the product once the product is dope like you like damn I can sell this like you make a fire ass apple pie. Like, damn, yeah, you feel truly this. good about it. You know, I'm gonna be real, dog. When you make some shit, you always gonna say, oh, yeah, this, this shit good, bro. But subconsciously, you can know, like, right, I could have did this better, I could have did that better. Than. But sometimes you just know, like, yo, this feels really fucking good. Like, right. I have, like, not, I can't even try to force myself to have a critique about this shit. Like, it's just a feeling you have. So I feel like that's the feeling you, you get. Like You just feel really good. And it's not like a, you know, saying it's good, but you're kind of shaky about it. It's like, nah, nigga, like, I know it's good, nigga. Like, and I'm securing this shit. Nigga. Fuck what a nigga say. That's, that's, that's a good feeling right there. Besides that, and it actually being good though, because again, I think good is subjective, bro. It's subjective. But if you feel as good, but if you feel as good, I'm I'm telling you from an artist perspective, bro. If you feel as good, bro, and you and there's energy you feel good about, or it make you cry, or whatever feeling, and it really give you that feeling, somebody, bro. It may not be thousands, but somebody that listen to that motherfucker gonna feel that same feeling you get from it. Cause that's the energy you put into your shit. Someone gonna feel that same feeling, bro. Okay, feel that same energy, but when 
quality work. That is different. Because a lot of these niggas out here, SoundCloud era, SoundCloud rap, whatever you call it, know it's not quality. They know they just want to have a reason to be on Instagram. They want to have a reason to be in your face. And they know it's not quality. They just keep shoveling you bullshit. feel like that but, but, but be garbage dog and no, and you know you can feel like that and know it's garbage but subconsciously you know it's garbage but like this is the same thing we saying you know your shit is quality if you know your shit is quality you're gonna you're gonna feel good about it regardless bro yeah. you're going to feel good if you know your shit is quality you're going to feel good you're, that feeling of feeling good about it is not gonna go away the, it, the difference is the the subconscious your subconscious is gonna be in conjunction of how you feeling how what you're expressing externally is gonna be is gonna be in connection with it. With all the niggas that's putting out garbage or whatever, they externally say it's good, but subconsciously they be like, "Fuck, this shit is not good. I hope it stick. I hope somebody fuck with it. But if they don't, I'm gonna put another one out. Fuck it. That's the that's the um fucking what's the word I'm looking for um. I guess I gotta go to substance too. Your music has substance. You know when you make microwave music, it's good for like ten seconds. Yeah, and it's gonna be going next week and this and the third. A lot of people just like just sounds. It's different. Cause what was the last your last solo project? It was called Tape Two. That came out like twenty eighteen.
shocked me, obviously, but for, for me, the way he sounded shocked me more than, like, the way he chose to do his voice, to do his cadence, like, that surprised me. On this tape, though, on the track tape, you know, obviously his other projects he was finding himself, but this one was kind of like, okay, stepping into your own, music. and like, like I said on on another show, on another show, when we was at Lions Rock, I sent these beats down here, and we had it was blank. They listened to him for like a month. I remember sending you the time codes, but I was like, damn, what is this man thinking? Like, what are we gonna be thinking of? Like, how to, like, what are we gonna be writing about? That's what was going across my mind because I just didn't give him no type of topic or like content. Just I thought he sent code. you the beats and then y'all did what you did with him and then he came after you. Yeah. Yeah, but we still sent him the time this codes. Is, this is what he's, he's saying. He didn't, there, was, there was no direction, so it was a free flowing. Yeah. Then when we sent him the song, like what our actual like voices on it and shit, then it stuck. Like, yeah, that's when I really came up with my concept. I didn't have no concept, so so if, if anything, I had other shit written for the reason I had the Legion over because I didn't, I didn't like what I wrote and I had I already knew that I wanted to be. So I'm just like fuck it. Sometimes you know what you're gonna say, but you don't know how you're gonna say it. It was one of those, like, I know what I'm gonna say, but I don't know how I'm gonna say it. And then when they said what they said, it was like, boom, the words just hit, like, loud. And it was just from like a free fall. Yeah. It wasn't no writer's block, no nothing. It was like, all right, cool, I got this going. That's what I'm saying, once the structure's there, you can say, okay, I can fill it in. Yeah. I know my boundaries. Yeah. So I figured that's what. Yeah. It might be like a, a beat drop that somewhere that you didn't 
Combine all three verses if you yeah, want to. Exactly. Hey man, that's kind of how we rocked it though. They sent it back, and then um, what really happened was the headphones. They probably um, I think they probably had like a headphone out and the headphone in. Yeah. And it was recording, so you can hear like, the beat. Yeah, yeah, you can you can hear the beat. Yeah. The mix and we can hear we can hear the yeah, so the bleeding out. Right. So yeah. you know, when I sent it to my engineer, because we were gonna get it all done up there. When I sent it to my engineer, he was like, nah, I can't take it's too much. I can't take those out. They can redo the verse. So I hit him up like man, he said redo the verse and he was like, redo the verse. <laughs> Hell no. We ain't really doing shit, man. This shit is a vibe, man. What the fuck? This <laughs> like I wasn't the nigga but I was just on the phone that shit was funny <laughs> they went off for real man just here like nah we know, you know what we gonna get somebody else to do it down here we gonna find somebody else and it just it didn't take a minute but it took a minute cause then we like alright well I will say that that's where me and DQ came in yeah. persuading this nigga stubborn ass nigga here for months I'm like bro come fuck cause we started with SP but I was like, I like these mixes, but it's something, something more. So I started rock with J Rock and started mixing my first project. And just the vibe and just us build. I was like, yo, space, walk, get this shit done with that, get it done. Because he told me the situation. I was like, come to J Rock. He's like, bro, I don't know. I might go to SP again, get it. I was like, all right, do what you want to do, bear, but when you come over here, you can sit down, you can really sit down, it's comfortable, da-da-da, handily biz. That's a, that's the thing, before we even, we didn't even make it to SP, because we went through Jamil's producers, when uh, we, when we sent the vocals back, we went through like two of Jamil's producers. There's Jamil right there. And then, what's it called? And then... When you came out with 25, I was like, alright, this shit does sound like yeah. this shit was crazy. Right, yeah, I had to add it. But then, by the end, we was like, alright, we're now in emotional, getting to work with yeah, J-Rock. Yeah. So, my shit dropping in, it was like the proof. It was a process of like, going through a lot of producers, basically, just to mix it right, properly. So, That's good, to We finally found Found the right person, man. Shout yeah, out to you, Yeah. Yeah, mix sessions were fun, bro. We were in there for hours mixing the project, man. Because he had the same problem with the. the we had the same problem, but we found so much ways. He did magic with that shit. Being creative, bro. Right. Just, oh. just there, delay, delay this here so it kind of bleed out. 
so it kind of gives it an illusion. Like, that's the shit, like, a little bandage shit. You just got to kind of, whatever canvas you got, that's the beauty of, like, mixing that shit. Any project, bro. There's always going to be some type of flaw, but if you really just work with what you got, you can create some shit out of that I'm really happy how it came out and I'm with like also happy just have the sequence just adding the um, the podcast and you know have the the video um have the movie clips is like it, it breaks up the project in a nice way. Y'all game, you know, movie clips and all the clip and then it kinda you know goes into the song and then it has another breakdown of the family. So it gives it like a feeling of album, like this is an EP. That's the best feeling because it's not a long project, but it's like in a way you're combining all the formulas of, of, of how Apple would sound, but with the attention span of what these niggas, these listeners are today. So that's 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 like I feel like the perfect balance of making in this time period a quick EP, but still make it feel like a long ass project, but it's really not. But you can play this shit. Consistently back to back to back. Yeah. Yeah. My first project I think was 16, 16 songs. Yeah. Yeah. For me, I didn't like. And you kind of come into the game, anyways. I wasn't really telling you what to do. So for me, I didn't like how I chose to play some. see niggas make these mistakes bro because it's like it's pointless yeah yeah yeah, like it ain't easy bro you feel me so you can have another artist out just give whatever game that you learn through this shit just make each one teach one type shit bro you feel me Sound. These niggas had me up like past four in the morning. 
Nigga, you asleep. Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Like, they didn't have me walk, nigga. You asleep. I heard it like a good three, five beats, and I was like, I'm good. I picked my two. Shout out to Kick, man. shit. him was in the studio. Yeah, from like two to four, four, two to five. Yeah, just one, two beats. Some electrical shit. That's what he does, like, as a day to day job. 
Choices is like what you gonna sacrifice. It's like yeah, life is gonna life, but at the end of the day, but she didn't sacrifice I'm, rent. But I wanna, I'm trying to get somewhere though. I gotta invest in myself. Yeah, but she didn't sacrifice rent. She couldn't have got 
I mean, I mean that for who knows she could have sacrificed Ren. She just she, she used the Cardinal as an example, but That's she could have sacrificed Ren at one point in time. She could she could have said fuck this. I'm gonna go go back with my people. It might be a little bit easier to go live with my people or go live with somebody, my grandma, auntie, whatever it may fucking be. True. Who knows? But I'm saying her priorities. She was clearly weighing out what she could do without. Bro, it goes along with what you said, bro. If you really believe in your dream, bro, and like this nigga said, there's a come a point in time and be like, yo, I don't want to fucking do this shit, bro. So I'm going to have to take a risk that looks crazy to everybody else, but this is the method to my madness because I know where the fuck I want to go. Fuck where everyone thinks I'm doing wrong. I know where I want to go. And if I feel like this is the step I need to take to, that's going to get me a little bit closer to where the fuck I'm going to want to be at, then fuck it. I'll figure out all the other shit later, but I'm going to make this play right now to get me close to where I want to go because I know getting close to where I want to go is going to bring me everything times 100 and more on a life-life scale. So it's about just being uncomfortable and, you know, making some crazy decisions that look crazy in the eyes of the outside, but only you going to know that, hey, this is what I want to do. Like, this is where I'm trying to go. You feel me? Yeah, it look crazy until it worked. Simple as that. Look crazy until it work, or look crazy until people start seeing a little level up. Even if it's slow, they start seeing you keep going. You're not worrying about what the fuck they say. I'm not no saying more. none of that. I agree to all that. I'm talking about being stable. Why? Doing bro, that? you're not gonna be stable following a dream, though, bro. Like that. That is just what it is, bro. You're not gonna be spare. You're not gonna be stable doing the dream, bro. I think you can. Yeah, it, it, it seems like that, bro, until you really got to make a decision. Do I want, you're going to have to make a decision at one point. I'm it's somewhat gonna... doing it right now. Um, I have a, not something fancy, but I, me and Jamil's share a place. We're stable. We pay our rent. We got to find a new place to stay, but just like everybody else with inflation, we got to find a new place to stay because why pay outside of what you can find something cheaper it is what it is but it's what the it's what the game is bro but that's the, that's my point my point is but then again you're either gonna get stuck in the same route or you're gonna take that risk what I was saying is my whole thing was find a way to make your music pay you oh yeah that's music. that's still like for now like and that's what stage I'm in I'd be touring That'd be merch. Merch. Sick license. Yeah, that'd be basically that from the stage I'm in right now. Like, I could probably get Tampa, Orlando, or maybe Atlanta. What? If I was to, like, do a tour, like, I'd probably go to Tampa, Orlando, and Atlanta. Probably Tallahassee. Because that's where, like, majority of my plays would come from. And have merch on those toys. Like I said, seek licensing. I probably make a, a good chunk of change. I'm saying that's what you want to do. You're working up to a tour. You're not having a tour like you can't, you can't have a Broward tour yet. You can, but like. Don't have like that's what I'm saying like that's the stages that like 
the Ooh. ultimate, not the, ultimate. the end goal, but so like, like that's what we'll be to get the bag to start. Like the bag that starts making a difference is yeah. being able to go tap into these cities yes. and go get people to buy. Going to, to Tampa, going to Orlando, going to Tallahassee. Fuck it, go to Atlanta, go to you feel me? Tap into the southern region. That's where we can come back with ten racks, fifteen racks, twenty racks. We can rock that up on the tour real quick. Now the money's starting to make a little difference. Now you feel me? It's not crazy, but. It's starting to make a more of a difference than a nine to five now. What gets you, you to me? Tampa? I, what I gets us in Tampa? What gets you to Tampa? Nigga, us being what I told niggas the other night, being consistent with the music, but along with the music, have putting ourselves out there and having context along with the music. That as and then staying on it. As okay, much as we love Broward, let's make it. Let's make it go. And we promote for Broward. It's gonna take something outside of Broward to get yeah. us to that. Agreed, a hundred percent. So, but that takes us pushing our shit consistently for months, for a year, consistently in niggas' face, finding new unique ways to beam people's face so until they know what the, who the fuck a, we are. You said a, that's a uh, give goal. us a, a. I'm not gonna say give us. I don't like putting time stamps on shit, but you gotta get a goal. Okay, for a goal, if niggas push all our projects for one year, bro, every project we dropped this year, Family Tribe, Alive and High, Wings and Weed, um, what's the other project? You got going on. Oh, Burning oh. Phoenix. Burning Phoenix. Project with me and Mills. Y'all project. You and Mills project. Tried. The fourth. The Y'all push, push all those projects for a year. A year. Build build around that project for a year. Push your shit for real. Push your shit. Like, fuck all trying to be cool. Like, really push your shit. Like, push your shit. Not just the average post. Like, really get creative. Tapping with a video guy. Like, really yeah. stu- study how... Artists on a record label, how they promote their artist shit, and see what you could take and budget out as an independent artist. I don't study the niggas that fucking indie until they're big indie. I don't study niggas that's on my level. I study the big artists. I'm looking at the Freddie Gibbs, how they roll out, how the Weekend roll out, how Beyonce may roll out, and then taking game from that and try to apply it to our shit. You feel me? Because essentially, as an independent label, you want to move like a major. You just don't want to be tied into them. But essentially, you want to move like that machine. So you got to take the game. You got to study how they move. You feel me? That's what a lot of niggas forget. You still got to push your shit. And they push their artist shit and they're in their face. Yeah, they have more money. But the goal is about niggas seeing you so much. It's like, what the fuck? Why do I keep seeing this motherfucker? Let me tap in. And it's like 10 people tap in. There's going to be five people that stay. Cause they're gonna actually like it, bro. You feel me? So that's the goal. The goal isn't yeah. We need the out of the ten people, we need the five people that's really gonna stay and then make them a fan and then multiply that. And that's how we okay, gonna get so the bag, bro. I agree. Okay, but let's get back to making money off the music in your content. That's where it all started. That's that's how that's like that's it. the way. That's the legit the way that's, making that's, off the content. We're not gonna make no money unless no one. We're get we we people know who the fuck we are, bro. Okay, what's we can post shit, but what happened? What's your Snapchat? I'm not on Snapchat. I don't what's do Snapchat. Dregard. How many how many posts on YouTube? I just started posting. So I just post my the first video. What uh the little first um episode shit like last week, bro. I got like 25 views or 28 views on that motherfucker right now. That's hard. Throw you all. My YouTube, YouTube, TikTok. TikTok, just YouTube. What is it? When was your last post? I don't post on YouTube. 
That don't sound like a push Is what I'm trying to say You don't think Freddie Gibbs gives a, gives a fuck about A YouTube check You don't think Freddie Gibbs gives a fuck about a YouTube chat? How much money do you think Freddie Gibbs makes off YouTube? You said gives a fuck. Okay. I don't think he cares. Okay. So as far as like controlling it, as far as him being like, damn, you know, we got this on YouTube, da, da, da. he might be like reading the shit, like, all right, cool. And won't worry about it because he making more money doing everything else mm-hmm. that he did. But the fact that I'm sure he makes a lot of money, obviously. But... He doesn't care about it as much as he cares about the money he makes off his stream. Going to pick up. Yeah. All this shit. You think Freddie Gibbs makes more money off YouTube or streaming? Touring and merch. I said YouTube or streaming. Streaming. Streaming? Because a lot of people don't have streaming. I, I think YouTube pays more than streaming. Yeah. They do. But a lot of people don't have streaming. That's funny you say that, cause but a lot of people got YouTube though. Yes, Bad Bunny, a lot of them niggas over there in the European countries and shit, all their mixes come straight off YouTube. The niggas don't got Apple Music or Spotify or nothing. YouTube, YouTube is the second biggest. And they bang off YouTube. All the Latin niggas, stupid. YouTube is one of the biggest. YouTube is a good thing. Like I had to realize that, cause I'm not gonna lie, I seen a nigga. What made me go was a non-motherfucker was on Twitter. He was like, bro, I just posted a, a little short. My shit got like 8,000 views. I got more views than I ever had on IG, TikTok, ever. Uh-huh. So I was like, fuck, nigga. Like, I got inspired. I was like, fuck it. Let me just try my shit. And, you know, I, I knew I wasn't going to get no 8,000. But when I got my little 50, I was like, mm, maybe there is some truth. Let me go fuck with the YouTube a little bit. And then when I did I'm my little right post, there and say it's oh. fucked up because I told you that shit months ago. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro. My bad, bro. But still, bro. I, 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 no, I'm, but I'm coming. It. I'm coming around that's though. Said, I'm just. That's my point. That's the whole point of this. Because I'm glad you did it. You feel me? Cause like because you, you, you said, actually do it, actually push, and everything you were saying comes from after the YouTube verification. Comes from after getting the TikTok. You don't have to post. The dances, you don't have to, but you have to be there. Definitely it's right. crazy. Like this, you this, have to be there. there. there these, there's motherfuckers out here, bro. Bro, I even did the sponsor post, bro. Yeah, I didn't get crazy, you know, crazy, but I've got a few follows from just outside of the the original realm, social realm we're in. I'm like, okay, these are pretty people that could be possibly fans or like the content we got fucking going on with. So it's like. Those are the people we need to worry about instead of trying to worry about the homies and motherfuckers we, we know and shit. Because, like, I, I said to, to this nigga and all the homies months ago, I was like, it's hard for niggas that know you to kind of support you. You feel me? Because it's just like, nigga, you come from the same part we coming from, nigga. And then even if you come up, it, it's going to make niggas feel away because they're going to be like, this nigga is not. 612, this nigga's my mom, like, from down the street, I don't know all about that nigga, he ain't really that, 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 that. so that's when all the bullshit come in, so it's like, so, you can't look, like, as much as you want that support from them folks, and when you do get it from them, because not everybody gonna not support you, there's gonna be folks that support you, Yeah. it's a big appreciation, but the folks you want is the people that don't.
don't know you, that's gonna love you as the artist, bruh. As the 612, as the space, as the Drake guard. You feel me? That's gonna love niggas for who we are and tap into our music and try to tap into our life. You feel me? Yeah. And what we present to these niggas. For sure. You know, I'm right now mm-hmm. I'm supposed to be doing so much more content and doing that same push you're talking about right now but again my problem is pushing so many things at one time yeah. it's the real it's the real push is really doing it that's if they said stand in the face how you can stay in the face if you don't got TikTok I don't need TikTok to stand in the face I'm just saying period you can't stay in the face you can go somewhere to escape it I mean, it all depends. It all depends on. It all depends on what app you're using. Right now, for me, Instagram and Twitter is what I use. So what what I do every morning or periodically on Twitter every week, I'll retweet my video, retweet it just to kind of remind niggas. You don't gotta retweet it. You don't gotta like my shit. But you're gonna see this shit so much on the TL every fucking week or every other day that there's gonna be a point in time Sometimes. when you see the new one. You be like, hold on, this nigga dropped another one. Yeah. You go, somebody gonna tap into this shit because they seen it so fucking much. Yeah. It's different than posting it one time and then doing the generic shit. You just gotta, you feel me? Just find different ways to promote the shit, bro. It's just about just being in their face. I used to feel insecure about being in niggas' face and just playing it too cool, bro. About pushing the art. Nah, but now that's the business. Yeah, yeah. If you're now on the business side, it's like. I want to make money. I want to live off this shit. I don't want to do this regular life shit. So now I got to get rid of. Oh, all- no, you said it. You want to make money. You want to live off this shit. I told you. I, I told you all niggas before. I said before this nigga Kai Snot and he was all in your face. I told you all niggas watch this nigga. This nigga's gonna be on everything for no reason. You can be like, who the fuck is this nigga and why is he there? And I just knew. I seen his formula and I loved it. And he hit every avenue. He literally hit every avenue. Nigga made a song with and Nelly Chopper. And he paid these niggas just to be their friend, basically, and talk to them for an hour and a half. Just does it, does the YouTube shit, streaming. It's it, literally now on every platform, Spotify, YouTube, TikTok, and that's all these niggas do. I told you, I sat down, I sat down when I had COVID, went through a rabbit hole of all these niggas, especially the nigga Agent Double Zero. Shout out to that nigga, because that nigga got this shit mastered to a science ever just making money off content doesn't even have to be good content doesn't even have to be like content that everybody's gonna watch you just have to keep making content don't give a fuck why you feel about it this nigga was 300 pounds with a forehead the size of motherfucking Milwaukee <laughs> G shit G shit and this nigga made content about it nigga lost weight still got the forehead but guess what this nigga got hair around his forehead he's nothing about it and that's still, that's still just him and niggas love it and now he's he don't get like the Kai views and Kai is new compared to AJ Kai basically like was the pusher upper of, I mean AJ helped this nigga up and he just took off and now the world just knows him cause he was sitting next to a little baby cause he ate little baby 80 racks so now he's the new orchestrated again but this nigga literally made sure he hit every fucking social media platform, stayed in your face. And it all came around from just him streaming, 
locking it up, putting it here, and niggas loved it. Not even that they loved it, it's that you could you could not escape it. He had some viral moments that you like that you, you couldn't you couldn't escape. Like this nigga was, he's in New York. And this nigga had a rat run across his like, like he had a rat run across his shit. So like and like he played it like he was crying, he had the crying meme, they called him Castle Rat and all of a sudden but he played it, he let him play it and he like he he had a like a whole skit, like he was trying to catch it now. Other than him getting nigga was on live stream and then another famous streamer caught him and this nigga <laughs> called him banging on him on live stream because when he was young. He thought he was gonna lose his shit. He thought he was wasn't famous no more about Blase. Started crying. It was wild. It was wild. It was, I felt for the nigga at that time. Just for, I understand it embarrassed me. You know it's crazy to me. I think it's different than fame. I think this YouTube generation, they feel closer than they do to actual like movies. Nigga, it's still fame. It's still celebrity culture. I, I don't think they're quite celebrities. That's a different type. A YouTube star and like a, and like Brad Pitt. Two different levels. Yeah, but but I think the people. Fame. Yes, it's still fame. But I think the people who watch these YouTube stars and TikTok stars, I think they feel closer to them. Because it's more relatable in a sense. That, yeah, I mean, they're more relatable. They're in their room. They're like in the same element. Yeah, so to speak. It feels like they can do it because they're in their room. Yeah, they're more like yeah. in the same age. Yeah. Because that uh, speedy nigga is like what? 17, 18? 18. 18. Yeah. It's like you're growing. It's like they feel like they're growing with you type shit. Yeah. Yes. Because they kind of weird too, bro. Yeah. The, the, the niggas is kind of weird. Not no flow. Not niggas with them because they're winning. I be seeing the it's just cause they put that be popping up on like YouTube. They, they put everything on the internet. They put everything on the internet. Yeah. And it's weird. Yeah, that's 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 where I draw it. Everything don't need to be on the internet though. I agree, hundred ten percent. But that's what the generation likes. These niggas money. Throw niggas on they throw their niggas on the bus for for a for little check. view, yeah, for a check or a little 15 minutes of fan like nigga you lame as fuck bro Jeez. like certain shit that shit just that keep like that be jackass shit been jackass and jackass was but that was more of a like they did it cause they wanted to do yeah, it yeah I'm talking they didn't really give a I'm fuck I'm talking about niggas exposing niggas secrets yeah hoes exposing their homegirl secrets niggas fighting on that's like little whole shit nigga yeah but uh, if if shit was here, we wouldn't do that. It wouldn't be like that. Like, again, I think I always take it back to niggas in A&P because them niggas are solid. I feel like it's just like this. Let's see, up right now. I feel like it's just like this. It's four solid niggas and now the world is just bending at their knee because they kept it solid and they didn't chase shit. They was real. Honestly, if you, they look like regular niggas you wouldn't give two fucks about. But since they plugged in and they put in the work and just because they know each other and now that they're a brand again the world bends at their knee even the low level quote unquote low level niggas that you don't think nobody fucks with the niggas is eating eating I fuck with the supreme dream nigga RDC yeah, I fuck yeah, with that nigga they just had a they just had a whole basketball that camp 
in the A&P camp got a whole, like, back and forth, like, they play basketball, they play football, they play kickball. And they just film it and eat off it. This shit is funny, though. <laughs> like, <laughs> this shit is hard. I can imagine. But again, it's just like this. I'll take this when I do finally set up and get right. Again, shout out to Mines Wide Open, because that was really... Pun unintended. Bro, uh, my mind's not open. Started like this, bro. I'm, I know. I seen them. I'm, I'm in, I did my research. I followed all the way back. It started like this in the current garage type vibe, bro. Like, so it's like that's what I like. That's what I like. That's why I didn't really push the Tribula Don interview like I wanted to, because I don't think we got the same understanding. Like Maine, he doesn't save his interviews. He just does them and throws them out there. He has them, but you can't find them anymore. He has to go to wherever he recorded them and get them and then piece them together. So his his podcast is unique in that way. The one and done. Like you're never gonna hear it again. Here, yeah, here we do the raw, we get the background, we get everything how the game there, the background talk and all that. And I guess she ain't like that. So I had to go chop it and edit it down way more than I would. So now it just sounds it sounds edited. Chopped down like maybe half hour, 45 minutes of shit that I thought was gems. I still have it in the files, but it's still a good interview. But Break it up in parts, nigga. I did. No, I'm just going to leave it alone. I cleaned it up. That'll be just her. Informing her, because shout out to her, because she's still doing a lot. And I understand her, her vision, and I, I think she was thinking her first listen the podcast was going to be cleaner through his like his is or should have been but again his is just one and done live plugins here plugins there you can't go find it on apple music you just can't mine is supposed to be great mine is supposed to be the background the background talking about how it's set up the background talking about losing the parking space or whatever it is and i don't think she got that that takes it. I'm back. That's all the other Yeah, but no, she's like, no, she's big business. Not like, big. Yeah, she's business business. She ain't got time to fuck around. She don't want nobody hearing no bullshit around. She wants that clean. Yeah, she wants everything official. Same time, bro. People gotta. I'm getting bored. Like, I'm she didn't know. I can't say she knew. Like, she don't know. No, but at the same time, it's like rap. Everybody's trying to do the same trap stuff. The podcast, everybody's trying to sound like the, po- the podcast. They have the same lingo, talk the same way, the same voice. And it's like, bro, that's what makes a podcast unique in my opinion would be just being yourself and we're surrounded is just being that instead of trying to feeling going to a role you feel me now you feel me now it's like instead of really you saying what's on your mind now it's like you're second thinking shit and you're trying to say it the right way and be politically correct and shit fuck all that people don't like people being politically correct nigga they like the real bro Sure. Most people be, they'll, they'll scuff out that shit, man. When they go home or wherever they at and sit down, drink, they drink or smoke, they split. They be like, that nigga, that bitch said some real shit. Yeah. <laughs> you feel me? Like, shit. So. Right as a motherfucker. But again, again, that's part of like, again, this, this is no longer for me. It's grown past that. Like, before the first one was just me. And then it kind of weeded itself out to, I had multiple different guests and it kind of weeded itself out to, 
what we have here, like a core, core squad. So now I can, I can actually have a need to go to take it a step further. Before it was just me in this mic. Like I didn't, I didn't, I didn't need that. And it was just, I was still bopping. I had listeners here and there, blase, blase. I'm like, all right, cool. I got a little, a little listener in Oklahoma or wherever the fuck they were. But as I started picking up, I'm like, okay. People started hearing and I got whatever it was. You go back and listen. It's damn near 70 episodes in. But now I, I have to can't keep up with these things. Because now I'm like, oh, okay. This nigga's right around the corner doing it way bigger than I'm doing. Let me show him something. Let me, let me set my foot up. And that's, I like that. Because that shit is fly. I forgot where I was going with that, but <laughs> it, it all works out. Oh, that's, I was talking about Trippy. Like, yeah, she didn't really. Again, she went there thinking it was only Maine's podcast. I, I kind of like backdoored it just to get the exclusive because I know how he runs it. You can't go find his shit. You can't listen to his his playback anywhere. It's just live, boom, that's it. So I knew this was the time to get this, because she's, she's in the streets. To be like, connect Broward to date for real. What does she do? She's, y'all not seeing Broward they don't fuck each other at all. She manages, oh, uh, something like this, She manages to do For the most up. part, they don't. Well, I'm not going to let the date and bar thing is very them older it niggas exists, it exists but them niggas like these new niggas is crossing the, the yeah like yeah. yeah our generation like we'll tap in with Miami Dade yeah. niggas and shit you feel me Miami Dade niggas will tap in with brown niggas but the older niggas is more so like nah we don't fuck with brown niggas or brown niggas like yeah. nah we don't fuck with Dade Kelly niggas. you feel me blessed for me you know being from Miami I see I hear what they say about brown niggas you feel me like <laughs> I hear what they say. You know? They say, yeah, they shit. say some wild ass <laughs> shit, and they just be like, niggas just be shaky. They, they, Miami didn't niggas just feel like brown niggas not real. Well, I be like, when I was politicking with my nigga from my, down there, I was just like, bruh, there's real niggas in Broward, bro. You feel me? I can say the same about Miami niggas, but some Miami niggas just shaky. You feel me? They moving weird. So it's like, I remember that talk with Joe kind of taught me that. Yeah, for me, so I learned that in jail. Miami niggas in jail go to jail like go to jail go to jail love going to jail in Broward they were like Broward is sweet compared to Miami I think maybe not everyone would go to jail in Miami (laughs) (laughs) Broward is bullshit niggas so if y'all niggas love Broward it's like bro I do all my my time in Broward (laughs) they sound like Dave is the dungeon and shit nah that that shit is better like Man, you know how Miami is. Uh, that's Cocaine City, bro. That's Guadalupe Blanco, Pablo Escobar. <laughs> that, they built that shit, bro. That's all that all, all that shit you see down there, from buildings, all that. That's that that's cocaine money, bro. <laughs> that's kind of straight cocaine money, bro. From from Guadalupe Blanco, the Godmother, and Pablo Escobar, bro. And them, all the motherfuckers, all the two, they did that documentary on. All the two, two cocaine motherfuckers down here too. All the motherfuckers. He had a crib off Los Solis in Fort Lauderdale. 
Greenbelt, South Florida. Shit crazy. But you alright. There is a rift between like you can still feel it in some areas. Like, there's a rift between Broward and Day. Even Palm Beach. Niggas just leave Palm Beach out sometimes. Palm Beach is too far up. They be in the hell and shit. That's why I think you don't even care. Well, Palm Beach don't even fuck with nobody. Palm Beach will let you know. Bitch, you in Palm Beach now. It's the muck. Is it? How is Minnesota? Minneapolis. 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 My bag. <laughs> How is it set up by? Like? It's Minneapolis. Like natives pronounce it. Shit pronounce it. Minneapolis. How is it set up? Like is it set up by county or like how 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 is like shit separated? Like like how you say you know like county like Miami Dade nigga don't like Broward niggas. How is it like in um like, over like, there? Like is it street or like oh we don't like them niggas from out west or some shit? Like, How far is St. Paul from one? It's just right there. It's the next big city. So it's like, if you put your two, if you put Miami twice next to each other. Okay. So like Miami and Fort Lauderdale, if you combine the space that it takes to get to them two. It's right there. That's how Minneapolis and St. Paul are. Okay. But it's like, instead of north and south, it's east and west. So St. Paul is east of Minneapolis. Okay. Why, 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 what's, what's the history of the beef with that? Like, it's just the same shit, dude. Just the same exact Yeah, shit. the niggas just feel like. Yeah, okay, a lot okay. Of niggas in Minneapolis go over to St. Paul and they die. It's just weird shit. It's just weird shit that They like just go like to make a play or. Yeah, just doing shit, but it'd be their own niggas that do it. You know what I'm saying? But it'd just be in St. Paul. Just some shit. Like, why the fuck would y'all over there? What's the point? St. Paul niggas is gang shit, but that's more like clicks. Little niggas make up their own clicks. Cause older niggas make up their own clicks. Yeah. They just follow them, whatever. But it ain't no like big city shit. If a nigga from Minneapolis see a nigga from St. Paul, they know each other. It's cool, but they don't beef like that. Obviously, it's still a city, so a lot of people from St. Paul come to Minneapolis, go to our clubs. We got better clubs. Okay. They got downtown because the state capital is in St. Paul, so they got a lot of shit out there. And we got a lot of shit in Minneapolis, but a lot of the, yeah, a lot of stupid shit happened in Minneapolis. A lot of murders, a lot of crashes, car crashes, car death. Not a lot of like houses getting broken into now. It just it is no way we're doing that now. It's more so understand that we in these neighborhoods, we reporting from these neighborhoods. Like, this is just life all across the globe, from Lauderdale to 
north side of Minneapolis, the south side of Minneapolis. We got family on both sides. Every hood all around, man. Yep, every hood in between. Y'all be safe out there. Chiefs are up 6-0 from last I seen. It's looking like my narrative radar is looking like it's going to be correct. Chiefs is up 13-6. Chiefs is up 13-6. I stand correct. Hey, y'all seen the Kanye video? He took that white chick camera and threw it. Yeah, so uh, <laughs> it looked like a old ass man. She should have been a That goes back to what you said, bro. Music is crazy. Yeah, and now you heard, you heard the leaks. No, oh my we talked God. about it already. His music is crazy. Yeah, they're not crazy. even like real, real songs. They're like track. They're like reference tracks. The shit he's gonna put together, and that shit is crazy. I heard like four or five tracks. Craziness. <laughs> All of it. You know, saying Watch the Throne about to drop for like five years. I don't know if Jay's gonna allow that. Jay's gonna probably be on that shit. They got too much business. You got too much business to stand next to that at the moment. I won't say I'll hurt some Jay shots. Maybe not shots, but I'm gonna say they're shots. Fuck it. I almost wanna say I heard some Jay shots on uh, some of those snippets too. Just because of his wordplay and how he. You always talk about Jay though. Yeah. Who else he gonna talk about? Because Jay be son of the kind. That's the only nigga Kanye kind of feel like the son of him is Jay. That's it. That I swear. Does he respect Jay? Exactly. Kanye kind of, don't. Everybody else, he like, man, fuck y'all. Kanye only respect Jay Z and Dame Dash, bro. Yeah. Those only niggas he know that's on his level, like that can actually sit him. Like niggas can sit him down, but to actually sit him down for real, like yo, yeah, like nigga. Dame Dash and Jay Z sit down with Kanye for real. Kanye gonna sit down and listen for real. But I think if Dame Dash and Kanye, I mean Dame Dash and Jay Z, if Dame Dash and Jay Z sit down with Kanye, I think you get two different like sets of advice. Dame's gonna be like, Damn, I'm sorry, yeah, do that yeah, shit. I feel like you feel Stand like neck. Jay gonna be Dame. more conservative, get the money, do what you do after the do make your noise over here. But Dame gonna be like, nah. All that. I feel like Dame Dash and Jay Z can. I know they're kind of cool. I, I don't but know. You think they can ever be like. If you watch Dame Dash in that 19 Keys interview, he threw a lot of shots. That nigga threw a lot of shots. I watched. And he threw a lot of shots. I don't yeah. think he's still bitter about a lot of shit. He said he built this shit and you. And you. And he didn't. You. Did the, you did your deal sneaky and didn't let us know till it was done. He never said a name, but you knew who the fuck he was talking about and what he was referencing. So, I don't know. Last time I think they were seen together publicly was at like somebody's birthday party and they like bumped into each other. And they like, he was like, 
they even did an interview about it. He was like, yeah, we talked for like five minutes and then we peaced out. And he was like, he's still my brother and all, but... He's still, yeah, that, that, that. Yeah, if that, he a sucker, I'm going to call him a sucker. But yeah. he's still... Yeah, he's still mad going on. Yeah, what up, G? Yeah, you can pull up if you want. Yeah, y'all man. watching it right here. They lost. It's, uh, I, yeah, we know. <laughs> See money back. But, uh. I want to see Dame Dash and Jay Z just fucking patch up, man. Yeah. Like, I know them niggas love each other at the end of the day. Them niggas love each other, bro. Yeah, they brothers. Yeah, you feel me? So. They built something. Yeah, they built, they built one, of, one of the greatest hip hop labels. That was a staple in the game for a good period of time, so. I don't think Jay gave Dame time enough to get his, his business in order. Dame's whole business was Rockefeller. Rockefeller was Jay-Z. The other niggas is cool and all that, but Jay-Z was the breadwinner, and Jay-Z knew that. That's why he did the deal and made the moves that he made. So, I don't think he gave Dame time to like set his future money up. Dame had to hit the ground back hustling, right? Him and Biggs. It wasn't just Dame that got fucked up. Yeah, Biggs but, too. But Biggs is still with Jay. <laughs> you understand? Dame's kind of like, all right, I'm gonna go get my other OG niggas, and I'm still keep doing. He still got Dame Dash TV. He still got. All his enterprises, he's still comfy. He's still Dame Dash, don't get me wrong, but I, again, I don't know Nick's pockets, I'm not pocket washing, though. I'm sure Dame is alright, he's alright. Dame's he's quite well. Yeah, he's okay. Dame still owns 25% of Rockefeller. Dame is quite well. But I, I, that's where I think the rift is. Nigga, you, you, you at least give me the foresight, foresight to let me know. Set up or get right. He kind of like hey, he surprised and sneaky and did it when when I wasn't looking. So I think that's Dame's biggest beat. That's what he kept saying. Watch the 19 Keys interview. These niggas on these dirt bikes. I sent y'all a video on the group chat. Damar Hamlin. He has a uh, oh walking. You see them walking? Yeah, no. I seen the little fucking interview video they had of that nigga though. They had one of him like talking, saying thank you to everybody. What we said he was gonna do after the conspiracies of him being in that window and waving his shit. Niggas said on the last podcast, bro. Watch out in the next week. The NFL gonna come with a, a video, or something now with this nigga saying thank you. I'm okay. Thank you for your um, blessings and well wishes, all that. Lo and behold, nigga does it. Dakin. There's also a video of him walking, but he's walking like he, he can barely walk. So the video of him throwing his hands up and doing all that, that was not him. The man walking or trying to walk could barely raise his hands up. The man can barely lose his You see, you can visibly see he's lost 30 pounds. 
walking, and he has to walk like this, and he's shuffling. The man in that window doing this was not the liar. There's a video of it, like, you'll see it, or you can look for it, but that was not it. So the NFL gonna try to make that go away, that they use that body double, mm-hmm. stunt double. Because what, Super Bowl coming next week or so, next two weeks? So. They, they probably knew he was okay, so they felt like they could do some shit like that. They was prepared either way. <laughs> they was prepared either way. Y'all gonna forget about this until Super Bowl happens, and then we gonna let, we gonna we gonna do it. But it's different. It's different. It's a business. They can do what they want. It's an entertainment business. They can do what they want. But if they want more numbers and they want a certain narrative to go and play through. But they do. You watch that documentary? They do create drama. They do give you the storyline. They do do all that. Why do you think they even even do it now in NBA 2K? Play the storyline. The lover's storyline. The bromance storyline. The villain storyline. Somehow it's all picked out already for who's gonna do what. Like, come on, like. Shit is weird. We get a soft theater. That's why I like to get to this. Uh, what's the nigga with the, with the glass eye? I don't say Charles, Charles Hamilton, but it's not him. The nigga with the glass eye be talking shit. The old nigga. No, nigga. The old nigga. I be talking shit to Soldier Boy. Charleston White. White. I hate that I kind of like that. (laughs) (laughs) I hate that I kind of like that. Because I know it's all all theater. All that shit is theater. That nigga said, okay, y'all like that I act a fool? Watch this. I'm gonna act a doggy on y'all ass. And y'all ain't gonna do nothing about it. Said, wait a minute. I didn't threaten all y'all niggas and y'all niggas ain't come to touch me. I would keep doing it. And this 6 9 is getting away with it. Why not me? And now niggas is paying them to go act a donkey all over. It's gonna come to bite him in his ass. It's, it's definitely gonna come to bite him in the ass. It's gonna be some niggas. I'm like, alright. I'm gonna let you get your little run in. When that shit die down, slap your ass down. It's, it's gonna be it's gonna be somebody that's waiting on him to come to the nice city. And that nigga gonna wait his whole set. Wait for the pepper spray and all. <laughs> that nigga don't get that, that nigga that get him ain't gonna worry about no fucking pepper spray. I don't know what. Whatever. I don't know what. What? Yeah, he, he calling too much. He calling for it too much. He calling for it too much. It ain't. 
But again, we all know a nigga like that. But you, you can watch him and see that it's still. Now this nigga naked doing the Marion dances. <laughs> the bathroom talking about he finna start an OnlyFans. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanna go like, oh man. Because this nigga said he he did some dumbass reincarnation about he was gonna he was gonna fuck somebody. And then it was just like, and he was like, Oh, y'all like that? Watch this and then this nigga got this fucking tight speedo draws and started doing whatever fucking TikTok dance. He said, here come the OnlyFans. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> that nigga Charleston White is a fucking menace to society. Menace to society. But when you ever seen him, there's a few videos of him like getting caught up. That nigga screamed like a piggy. <laughs> that nigga scream like a piggy. Mr. Officer, no, Mr. Officer, he put his hands on me because he only got one eye. He can't see, so that nigga's good with that. And he was at, he just, he's on high alert. So, whenever he feel in danger, that nigga, he hop up and that nigga sound the alarm, boy. So, he, he ain't playing. He ain't lying about anything that he say. Real life, Uncle Rufus. Real life. But he he almost has a point. Sometimes he'll slow down and his voice will change and he'll talk to you for real. And be like, "Cause y'all niggas is dumb and this is the history of it. And y'all niggas don't care, so why should I? And I'm just trying to like be that hard truth that niggas need. Which, that part I respect, but... I'm going to do that shit a couple times. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> but at the end, you know, Bunker Ruckus really was white. Yeah, we even a lot like in real life. Or the real Boondocks. What the fuck? Watch the last episode of the Boondocks. Shit's crazy. Shit's crazy. But Charleston White. He's <laughs> kind of needed. He's kind of needed in this world. I hate the fact, I mean, the only nigga that could like talk to Boosie and Boosie don't bark back. Charleston White. Charleston White. Nigga Boosie was talking shit. Charleston White said, Yeah, Boosie, how about we get Marlon Mike some of that time back and tell him you really killed those people? I was like, Damn, nigga said that on fucking camera to the world. He said, Yeah, Boosie, how about we call. Marlon Mike's family and tell them about all them bodies that's really yours that Marlon Mike took for you. And it was like, God damn. Boosie ain't say shit else. Ain't heard from Boosie say shit about that nigga since. I was like, wow. Charleston White knew a little bit too much. I was like, wow. Niggas really know. Go back to Boosie's Boosie's case. Poor Boosie and that nigga Marlo White. This is on record. This is 15, damn near 20 years ago now. Them niggas was menaces to society. To the movie Letter to the T. Marlo White. He's still in jail? 
I believe so.